0: Today I have a very crazy, extremely unlikely, (laughs) nutty little story, personal story to tell you about one of our middle daughters and something really um, (laughs) a little bit nuts that she did when she was three years old and how that pertains to my life and my business but also, more importantly, how it pertains to you and your life and your business. You are not going to want to miss this episode. Girlfriend, Ooh, buckle your seatbelts. is a really great story for you to hear. Don't forget, run over to audaciousscaling.com where you can and how you and I can work together so that you can scale faster for God's honor and God's glory. All right, girlfriend, let's get to it. Welcome to the Audacious Scaling Podcast, custom designed for bold kingdom business women just like you. We are women on a mission for God's global impact, baby. We're spicy, bold, and don't apologize for making money for Jesus. We're here to challenge each other to grow faster as we scale for God's glory and for billions more souls to be one for Jesus for all eternity. Hello, gorgeous. I'm your host, Rhonda Irwin, kingdom business strategist and your constant cheerleader. Thank you so much for joining today's conversation. May God use this to help you and your colleagues as well. So grab your water bottle, pop in those earbuds. Let's do this. Today, I actually have a crazy story that's then going to roll into a pretty phenomenal story, but all of which I hope and pray really blesses your life, your business, your heart, and also issues a very potent challenge that I would encourage you to take to prayer to the Lord today. So today's episode, we're going to tell a story that took place in April of 2008. This was back when my husband and I were leaving our church in Kentucky and driving, moving our family to Pensacola, Florida, where our first duty station was, where he had to report in with first batch of orders. So the day we were leaving Kentucky, we actually drove to our church one last time to say goodbye to all of our office staff And uh, Edward went into his office and took one last look around when we were packing up and moving out. um, I convinced him to leave half of the books behind for the pastor that was going to be coming in to replace him. Well, unbeknownst to us, while we were saying our goodbyes, our three-year-old went to the desk and picked up a little book that my husband was leaving behind. And she shoved it in her little purse and left the office. We didn't know that she did this. We didn't know it until we got to Florida after we had driven from Kentucky to Florida. And we were getting out of the car in front of our new home that we were renting. And I was getting the girls out of the back seat of the car and out of their car seats and lo and behold, as I was pulling our middle daughter out and setting her down on the ground, um, her purse and all of her little doodads fell out of the car and spilled out on the ground. I picked up this little book and I was like, wait a minute. This was on daddy's desk in his office back in Kentucky. And I picked up the book and I I showed it to my husband. He's like, I left that in the desk. What is it doing here? And we're like... We asked our daughter, where did you get this? (laughs) She had taken it. So at first we were kind of traumatized that she had taken something off, off the desk and without permission. And, but it ended up being such a God moment because this little book that she picked up is called Acres of Diamonds. And the author is Russell H. Conwell. Now, I'll get into that in a minute. But the Lord actually used our daughter to, number one, teach my husband and I a very profound lesson that we absolutely desperately needed him to teach us with coming into the military and with our first duty station in the the unbelievable level of traumas that happened to us in those next three years after that, beyond devastating, won't get into that now, but we needed to learn this lesson and to get this message from God. And number two, this is an area that God really used to challenge our faith, to stretch our faith, to grow our faith, and for us to be able to look at our circumstances differently and to look at ourselves differently. So what's the big deal about this little book? This little book, I'm not kidding. its I'm, I'm holding it in my hands right now. It's a little bit beat up now because that was a long time ago, back in 2008. But it's the size of my hand. And it's... It's very tiny. It's not even, let's see, one, two, three, not even four inches across and maybe five inches tall and not even, I don't know, probably less than a quarter of an inch thick. It's only 90 pages and it's big writing and it's, I mean, you can seriously sit down and read this in one hour. It's kind of more of a booklet than a book, but the power that this little booklet packs in my opinion, is beyond measure, honestly. So who is this Russell Conwell? Well, he actually was a Baptist preacher back in the 1800s. Um, He actually passed away in um, 1925. So he's actually been in heaven for almost 100 years already. But not only was he a pastor, but he was a speaker and a philanthropist and an author and a lawyer. He graduated from Yale University in the 1800s. And he also went on to be the founder of Temple University in Philadelphia. And yeah, he was also its first president. But this little booklet, Acres of Diamonds Finding Treasure Where You Are, this is a collection of his speeches that he would make when he would travel around the United States and go in into these different towns different cities and he would speak and he would deliver this story this story is about a guy who really wanted to find his riches so he sold his farm and went off in search of diamonds all he wanted to do was to strike it rich so he sold everything he had and went off to go exploring and try to find as many diamonds as he could that guy ended up dying without ever finding one diamond, totally penniless, nothing. He had nothing left. However, back in his farm, the guy that bought it ended up discovering some diamonds in the rough. He didn't know what they were until another person passing by explained to them that that's a diamond. And they're like, what, what are you talking about? This is just a rock. No, 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 that's a diamond. So then they took it to be inspected, and sure enough, it was a diamond. And the farm that that guy sold ended up becoming the largest, most famous diamond mine in existence with some of the highest quality of diamonds. So the moral of the story that Russell Conwell um, would talk about is that he would point out the fact that here this guy went looking for riches, and he never bothered to look in his own backyard. One of the things that I find totally fascinating about what Russell would do whenever he would travel around and go into these different towns and cities to speak, he would arrive at the town a day or two early and what he would do is he would walk around and he would get to know the people. He would meet the postmaster. He would meet the other preachers. He would meet um, the people that ran the grocery store. He would talk to everyone in the town, whoever would talk to him, and he would ask them so many questions. He would get to know this entire town, how the town was run, um, what the town needed, what the town was missing, who was talented with what. And he would put all of this information together in his mind and then he would deliver his speech talking about the acre of diamonds and how the farmer didn't even bother looking in his own backyard and went off looking for riches and never found them. And then he would turn it incredibly personal and say, look, I know you and your town is missing this. Your town doesn't have this. But this person... Is talented and skilled in this that can solve this problem. And it would always end up being an epic mic drop, and the towns would just be blown away at what he would point out to them that they never, ever noticed about their own town and their own people in their town that they just took for granted. And each town would be massively transformed after he would leave. Problems would get solved. More money would be made. New businesses would start. It was amazing, because the story about the um, the diamonds is actually um, the first few pages of, of the book. The rest of the booklet, the rest of the little booklet, is all about different things that he points out in the different towns that he would speak in, and. It was his firm belief that it was the duty and the responsibility of every single Christian out there to make as much money as possible. And honestly, I 100% agree with that guy. I totally do. Because as he goes on to say, it is our responsibility and our duty because churches require money. Pastors have a salary that need to be paid. Other church ministries, it requires money to run them. Missionaries require money in order to go do their jobs on the foreign field or in the local country. Hospitals require monies to run. Orphanages require monies to run. It doesn't matter what outreach or what ministry you're talking about. It requires money to run. Even if you're looking at like Samaritan's Purse or even my personal favorite of Wycliffe Global Bible Translation, their annual budget is $100 million. Think about that. And that's a non-profit mission. It requires A hundred million every single year to support all the work that they're doing around the whole entire world so I just think that that's incredibly profound and the Lord has used this little booklet so much in our lives another important part about this little booklet is understanding that the acre of diamonds isn't necessarily about money But it's also about talent and using your talents for the Lord. Now, throughout this time, I kept thinking and just really my awareness was that the acre of diamonds that our family had was in my husband. And in his vast experience and his skill set, but also his PhD. And with his years now in the military as well, that all of that was building to be a financial blessing to our family. And it wasn't until just recently that I started to have the awareness that the Lord had given me an acre of diamonds as well. I wasn't seeing that at all because I was just solely focused on my husband. But I think it's incredibly encouraging to understand that every single person that God has put on this planet, he's given each one of them their own acre of diamonds. And I really want to challenge you today for you to go to the Lord in prayer and start asking him, Lord, what is my acre of diamonds? What acre of diamonds has God given you that you are not utilizing? What treasure has he put inside of you that is absolutely going to be discovered by and utilized by your kingdom calling, your kingdom purpose, your kingdom business that God is asking you to build and build bigger and stronger and faster for his honor and glory. He has given you an acre of diamonds inside of you That he wants to pull out so that it can dazzle for his honor and glory. That's what he has shown me. And I know that he has the exact same message to give to you too. Isn't this exciting? I mean, think about it. God has given you an awesome responsibility. He's given you an awesome privilege of being able to serve his kingdom in this powerful way of building a kingdom business for his honor and glory to recycle the profits right back into his kingdom causes and utilizing these acres of diamonds that he has put inside of you. What is in you that God has put there that you are not using? What is it that needs to be dug up? Maybe even something about yourself that you have long forgotten What is it that God wants to pull out of you that he can use for phenomenal dazzle for Jesus? I really want to challenge you to pray about that today and to seek God's face and to ask him to show you what you're not seeing. Girl, you've got something very deeply special inside of you. And I know God is going to pull it out and he's going to put it to use and it is going to be amazing for God's eternal will, because your work matters and your work is going to bring souls to Christ for all of eternity. There's nothing more important than that. There's nothing more exciting than that. People are the only things going to heaven nothing else is going to heaven we've got big jobs to do we've got businesses to build we've got a race to run so let's put our blinders on and let's get to it this is gonna be so much fun i can't wait to run beside you this is really 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 exciting and i am just praying over all of your businesses let me do that right this minute Lord Jesus, I thank you so much for this little book that we would discover because this was a message that you wanted my husband and I to learn and to see very, very clearly that you had given us an acre of diamonds. Thank you so much for Russell Conwell and his work in this world. Thank you so much for this little booklet and for how much it taught me personally. Thank you for how much it has encouraged my heart. Thank you for how much it has challenged me. And Lord Jesus, I pray right now that you just continue pulling out of me and my family and my sisters that are listening right now. Pull out of all of us, all of the diamonds that you put there in the first place. Pull them all out and bring them into the sunlight so that they can dazzle and radiate because they're no good in the dark. They don't do anything beneficial in the dark and not being used. Lord Jesus, may all of our acre of diamonds be used for your honor and glory and to bring billions more souls to Christ for all of eternity. Lord God, I ask a very special blessing on every single business that is listening right now, every single business owner that is listening right now. Use them in powerful ways, powerful ways to affect this world. Wherever they're at today, they can be used by you. Use all of us, bless all of us, protect us all of us and lord i thank you so much for your love your blessing your mercy and your grace that you give us all the time every single day we owe our lives to you our businesses our kingdom callings all of that is yours we dedicate ourselves right back to you lord god may we reflect your light to the world but may we also reflect your light right back to you so that you see Jesus and you don't see us. Just see Jesus for the world to see Jesus. And we ask this in his precious, sacred, and very holy name. Amen. All right, sister. I hope you found today's stories um, interesting challenging, and maybe even inspiring, maybe even eye-opening, I pray that to be true. So if there's one thing that you can take away from this episode today, go buy this little booklet, and it's Acres of Diamonds, Finding Treasure Where You Are by Russell H. Conwell. Go buy it. Read it. It will change your life. God can use it to radically transform your future and your business. It's our duty. It's our responsibility as Christian business owners. So let's get to it and let's dazzle for Jesus today. I am so proud of you. I'm giving you such a high five today. Go get 'em, girl. I'm your cheerleader, but I'm running right beside you. Go get them for Jesus. I love you, and I'm praying for you. Big hug, sister. Was today's episode beneficial? Then I invite you to share it. Would you like some more Audacious goodies? Then I also invite you to visit audaciousscaling.com, where you can discover all the ways that I can help you further. Hebrews chapter 12, verse 1. Therefore, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, Let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles and let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us. Let's keep our eyes on the goal, babe. Let's go for it so Jesus can win.